It's Christmas. And yes, I'm excited. I love it. And I'm sure you guys do too. I know that we've spent the past episodes going through all the ways we can make a change. From contacting politicians to put them under pressure, to pestering our parents into greener ways at home. But no one is perfect. And there are times in the year when waste just seems so hard to avoid. And Christmas is just that. We generate 30% more rubbish at this time of year, from the wrapping paper, to the boxes, to the masses of food. That's a lot more going into the bin, even if it is being recycled. So today is all about how we can try and do better, and still have the Christmas cheer we want. Throughout the show, you'll be hearing from the kids at Skull Katrina Baggett Street, giving tips and tricks on how to take small steps in the right direction. And there's no better time than the present... At Christmas time, we will use over 1,100 tons of wrapping paper, enough to gift wrap this fire in Dublin over 10 times. It's thought that Ireland will generate almost 90,000 tons of packaging waste this Christmas. Why not reuse old paper or if you want things to look nice and a bit greener, use brown paper. It's easily recycled or can be torn up and mixed with the vegetable waste from your dinner. Mmm, spreads and paper, my favourite. What are you asking for on your Christmas list? I mean me, all I want is sprouts. Who said that? Oh right, yes, well, toys are a problem. And not in a Scrooge way, it's just that so many of them are made from plastic. And we all know that's an issue. Well, one thing that is positive is more and more places are offering alternatives to what we ask for and what we give. We've been hunting around Christmas markets and it seems people are taking a step in the right direction. My name is Joe Lenehan and I am the founder of the Futurist podcast and I am the curator of the sustainable edit here at the Gifted Craft Fair. It was really exciting. The team at Gifted this year really wanted to bring sustainability and eco-friendliness into the craft fair. So they asked me to pick a selection of brands, makers and creators who are Irish here in Ireland trying to do something really eco-friendly and sustainable with their business. My name is Sean O'Sullivan and I'm from Badly Made Books, a based uh, publisher and stationery company. We choose to work on recycled pa- and post-consumer waste papers, which means that we choose to work with papers that are remade from old papers. Uh, as well as that, we also try and produce books by local people, for local people, by producing the books in Cork in our workshop. The basic side is a notebook. I think that a notebook is something that I always carry with me and I've carried with me since I was really young as well. I've always been sketching, I've always been drawing. I find it something that I almost can't live without. There's nothing like the feel of pen on paper for me to just draw, to just write down my thoughts. And it's something that I think technology will never be able to replace. You know, I don't know, you just need a notebook. Hello, I'm Neve, and I'm with Bamboo, the sustainable toothbrush. So as kids know um, far better than their parents do, um, plastic is not a good substance because it lasts for a very, very long time. And the handle of a normal toothbrush lasts between 450 and 500 years, which means that every toothbrush that's ever been made ever still exists today. And most of them are in landfill or in our oceans. So if we can change the handle to something that's not plastic, that will biodegrade um, and compost in four to six you know, months, we can reduce the amount of plastic we're using. Bamboo is actually a grass. Um, 
and it's the world's most sustainable resource and it grows up to one metre a day and it produces more oxygen than trees, about 30% more oxygen than trees. So from a greenhouse gas point of view, bamboo is, is a great plant. You can get um, them in four colours, which we're at the moment, and each of the colours of our toothbrushes um, support different ecosystems. So an ecosystem is a type of habitat. So the names of them are sea blue, forest green, coral pink and aquamarine. And basically they're linked to kind of conservation efforts that help the sea and the coral reefs and forests and if you would like to try one out you can get them as a, a stocking filler for your brother or sister and um, try them out. My name is Karen Cooney and I'm the event manager for Gifted. I suppose we felt all along that sustainability is woven into the fabric if you'll pardon the pun of many of the products that are here so a lot of these makers already had sustainable products but maybe they weren't telling people clearly enough what was sustainable about their products so they could be making things from driftwood but they would be calling themselves a wood turner but the actual fundamental product uh, is quite sustainable so we wanted to help them highlight the sustainable uh, elements of the product so that's why we've developed our ask me my sustainable story initiative basically anyone coming to the fair can look out for that logo and any stand that you see that on is a good indication that that product has a good sustainable story. My name is Emily Robin Archer. I'm an environmental artist and I'm here at Gifted Today with my project called Native Circles Art. They're all about natural cycles. So everyone knows of one or two natural cycles. I'm sure everyone listening would know the lunar month about the moon and that that cycle that the moon goes through one night you look up and it's a big full moon and the next night you look out look up it's it's decreasing and it's it's disappearing but then it always comes back so that's a cycle they're full of color and the idea behind them is is that you can create a ritual of turning these artworks and keep track of these natural cycles so i'm looking at one now it's the celtic tree calendar so before we had months our ancestors, the Celts, would have used trees as their calendar. I was a bit upset to find out that my birthday tree is actually ivy, which I don't think of as a tree at all. Months and months later, I was listening to the radio and I was listening to Nature File, actually, on RTE. And the lady on Nature File said the reason that ivy is placed where it is on the Celtic calendar is because it it is the last thing to flower in the winter and it provides vital nectar for the bees. And so the Celts would have found this such a vital thing so that, that the bees could survive the winter and then go ahead to pollinate plants in the spring. This would have been a very, very important plant to the Celts and that's why it, it has this special place on the calendar, even though it's not strictly a tree. When we introduced this concept to them, we asked them to tell us a little bit about the sustainability of the products. So they sent us through all the stories of the things that they had changed in recent years uh, and everything from their packaging to... Um, even the way they communicate with people and their printing, they had made huge strides in making their products more sustainable. Even things like removing palm oil from an awful lot of the products. Uh, some of the sweet makers have removed all of the palm oil, um, they've removed all of the gelatine, they've removed all the plastic from their packaging. So even those guys have made huge strides and it's what our customers are looking for as well now. One person we met at the event was someone hugely passionate about making toys better. I'm Sharon, I run Gemini Eco Toys. Uh, we specialise in locally made plastic free toys. We're just trying to give people an alternative because most toys are virgin plastic and most of them have been shipped all the way from China. So local and plastic free is a big improvement in terms of carbon and in terms of what happens to the toy when you're finished playing with it. I've done other trade shows this year where I was one of one or two people offering locally made plastic free products. There wasn't even talk about sustainability. So it's fantastic that Gifted are talking about it and have a section and I'm sure it'll grow next year. 
But are people getting on board with the change? There's a lot of hope for toys. I noticed last week LOL dolls, the pet hate of anyone who's eco thinking about toys, because they have all those layers of single-use plastic packaging. Even they announced that next year they're going to switch to paper and biodegradable plastics. Let's see what they actually do. But that's fantastic because I attended uh, two trade fairs for toys in Europe last year. And I was really, it was quite upsetting because there wasn't even a conversation about it. It was all just unapologetically plastic, virgin plastic, all made in China. That's t- nothing against China, it's just 10,000 kilometers away. And when I walked in and said, hi, do you have anything that's locally made in plastic free? There was a silence, a cock of the head. And no, no, we don't. And unapologetically so. So I'm excited that the conversation is, sta- is, har- is starting because that's why I set up Germany was to... Is, was to help to catalyze that change in the toy industry. It's all sortable, you know. It's hard to change when you're a huge company. Lego are talking about sustainability, but they're giving us 10-year timeframes. Meanwhile, there's this Dutch dad who was annoyed with all the blocks being plastic, who made basically Lego Duplo, a Lego Duplo-compatible block entirely from plants. If he can do it, Lego can do it. It was just easier for him because he didn't have an existing infrastructure of factories and people and he hadn't bought five years worth of plastic pellets in advance you know so I feel like it's harder for the big players to change but they're but they're going to if you have an injection molding machine that uses virgin plastic pellets maybe you can just adjust the machine to use recycled plastic pellets or bioplastic pellets keep your staff keep your factory and carry on as normal just with your lovely injection molded toys being from plants instead of petroleum if you have artificial Christmas trees, use it for as long as you possibly can. They're made of plastic, which we know lasts for hundreds of years. So the longer you keep in mind it, the longer it stays out of the landfill. Real Christmas trees are lovely, and if grown in Ireland close to where you live, they are probably best for the environment. During the 10-year growing period, one hectare of Christmas trees produces between 70 and 105 tonnes of oxygen. We paid a visit to the Rediscovery Centre in our waste episode. We went there again on Sunday and we met lots of cool people. Ed Coleman, Centre Director for the Rediscovery Centre. Ed, can you tell us a bit about what's going on today? We've got a really exciting day planned. There's lots of activities for the whole family uh, and there's lots of market stalls with some really good Christmas idea. But everything is under the umbrella of sustainability. Uh, We've got some local craftsmen in. Some of them, it's their first market to ever take place in. They've got some really, really cool products. What we're trying to do is create a community atmosphere here and show people that they can buy presents and make presents themselves using old materials, keeping them in circulation rather than going out and adding to everything that's already in circulation there. My name is Aidan Kinsler. Uh, my company's called Reilluminate and I make lamps out of old things, basically. I've made uh, lamps out of old cameras, uh, musical instruments, teapots. Pretty much you name it, I can make a lamp out of it, probably. There's a lamp here that's made out of an old telephone and you can dim it using the dial that you spin around and you can turn it off by pressing it in. It's really cool. This is my old uh, plumbing fittings. The main body of it was an old electrical shower. They don't make them out of uh, copper anymore. And I have a switch inside an old water valve. So when you turn the water valve as if you're turning on and off the water, it actually turns on and off the electricity. We're living in a very disposable society and that needs to change. Uh, Rather than things going into landfills and skips and stuff like that, if you've got something old lying around in your house up in the attic, maybe it belonged to your grandfather or grandmother or 
it's just lying there to reuse it for something different and it can continue on and future generations can continue to enjoy it as well. There were a whole lot of stalls at the market showing how they reduce, reuse and recycle for Christmas and all year long. I'm Audrey Keegan and I'm with Keep It Green Eco Shop and our objective is to provide products that support sustainable lifestyles and promote the principles of reuse and refill. Hi, I'm Roisin and I'm the founder of Vegicity. So the concept of this is the rewards card. So it's supporting the community in adopting a more greener lifestyle the same time putting these businesses on the map a lot of people want to make a difference but they don't know where to start so how should we change our thinking about christmas what should we do to help the planet well there's a massive amount of energy out there among society especially the younger people like yourself james the people who are going to be running this country in a few years instead of more 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 it's about better. We want, as a society, to strive towards better gifts, better quality, ones that last longer, things that mean a lot, things that come from within. Spend less, buy less, but buy better. If you are going to buy a present for your friends or family, try to go to a small local shop and find something made and sold close to you. Or go to one of the small Christmas markets set up in local community centres or gardens and lessen the carbon footprint of your presents. Well, I was thinking of next year I could use the same uh, calendar as I'm using this year, but uh, paint it and fill it and like melt chocolates and put it in the holes. If you're looking for a gift for any of your family, thinking of something from a maker that thinks about the environment is a good approach. But do you have to get something new? We went to Mud Island Community Garden in North Strand. Every Christmas, the talented gardeners there sell all of the things they make and grow. But kids can get in on the act too. Hi, I'm Amber and I have a stall at the Christmas market. We're at Mud Island Community Garden in North Strand. I'm helping my brother with his stall. I'm Cody. I'm 10. I'm doing a raffle for toys and I'm also selling different toys and stuff. I've got figurines, helmets, hats. I've got a mystery machine bus thing. I've got masks and books and soft toys and stuff. Old toys I really, I didn't really use, so I just decided to sell them. I just think it's a cool local thing that just people can come to for, like, shopping Christmas things. I think that if you just kind of go into a shop, it's most likely a big chain of shops, whereas here it's going towards the garden and to local people. Most of them are handcrafted and people have put in effort to making them and stuff, so I think it's good. Hi, I'm Ella. I'm selling old toys and other things. You can pass on toys that you enjoyed when you were little instead of just throwing them away and other kid can enjoy them. Well, I think it's a good idea to resell them because my brother doesn't really play with the toys anymore and they're only kind of taking up space and his teddies aren't really being loved or anything. And then if he sells them, um, especially like somewhere here where it's like, you know, a local thing and he can make a bit of money and then other children can have them. And then if they don't sell, they're going to go straight to the charity shop. So 
I think it's good for the environment because it's like reusing the old toys. You're not just buying new ones and buying new ones and stuff. So it's like Cody had it for a while and now he's going to give it to somebody else who's going to have it for a while and then maybe even they'll give it to somebody. So it's good for like, you know, that aspect. Energy was used to make them, so it's better to use something that's already been used than use more energy to make something you're going to throw out. I bet every one of you has a toy at home that you don't use anymore. Why not think of giving that to someone younger so it can get all the attention it deserves? But not Mipsy. No, Mipsy would be mine forever. Mama. Ah, my Mipsy. Mama. Everyone thinks Christmas is about turkey, but try eating a vegetarian meal on at least one of the days over the holiday. Food is the single most important everyday way for people to reduce their own environmental impact. People buy so much food over Christmas and loads of it gets thrown in the bin. Try to make use of the leftovers, and if you have a compost heap... Put all of the compostable waste there instead of the bin. Evolution! If you're in Ireland, it's impossible not to think of one particular programme when you're planning your list. And there are lots of people who see it as a sea of plastic. It's hard to deny. But even the toy show is trying to change its ways, one step at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, to whom it concerns... My name is Patrick Power and I'm a toy researcher for the Late Late Toy Show. One of the things that we've been working on for the last few months is trying to get in as much eco toys as possible and not only having like one demo kit as an eco kit but we've been trying to add eco toys into all of our different demos. Toys that may not be made from single disposable plastics like toys that can made from reusable plastics and just generally wooden toys as well all around. I'm Ashton Grannon. I'm one of the toy researchers uh, on this year's Lately Toy Show and I have been a toy runner on the show for the last three years as well. It's funny how I suppose things come into the public eye more and I mean it's great for things like Toy Show because it pushes us to really go beyond what would have been easiest which is to just get there are millions of plastic toys out there and we could have easily just got all of those those plastic toys in and not really thought about it but it's been great for us it's been a challenge that myself and Patrick have both loved doing which is trying to make the toy show more sustainable in every way that we know how. So in terms of eco toys that we thought were great like we thought the tech will save us kits were really good they're all made out of cardboard and basically it's not only just like wooden building blocks but it's actually stuff that kids can engage with and the eco thing is like not like the main topic of it it's just sort of like oh this is a great toy and it also happens to be good for the environment so like patrick was saying it's not just with one child it's across every child and trying to see what could we substitute or what could we make more sustainable um, about it and we've been really delighted we've had some amazing suppliers this year um, Jiminy.ie being one of them um, Sharon there was amazing and really helpful and we had a few meetings with her um, not even just about th- toys that she stocks but toys in general it wouldn't make a difference to a child who's playing with the toy but the impact of that toy on the environment around it um, it is just so much better because of it. It's a good shift in thinking and one Sharon from Jiminy hopes 
is just a start. I'm really encouraged that the toy show had sustainability on their agenda this year. 90% of toys are made from virgin plastic, 80% of them are made in China. And so it's inevitable that the toy show is going to reflect those percentages in the toys that feature. But the fact that they had a sustainability area, that they had one kid that they asked to go to a second-hand toy shop and buy second-hand toys, I was like, yes, you know, this is exactly the kind of role modeling and thinking we need to show. That's fantastic. I don't think it's impossible that in five or six years that, you know, half of the show, without even mentioning it, could be sustainable plastic-free toys. We just need the big producers to make that change. And it's starting to come on their agendas and it is going to happen. It's just a question of when. But we can't have a sustainable Christmas special without a visit to the biggest name in town. We're going to see Santa. Hi, so I'm Elf Eileen and you're very welcome to Santa's workshop. Uh, We're making gifts now out of reuse material. So we're making uh, tote bags out of old t-shirts and we're making Christmas decorations out of old bike parts, old bike sprockets. And we're doing some colouring as well and just teaching people how they can make their own stuff out of old things rather than always having to buy new stuff. He's very, very busy. He's very stressed, actually. So we need some. he needs a bath. He needs some Epsom salts. Um, so be very kind to him at this time of year. What's Santa going to give to Greta Thunberg? <laughs> she probably needs a bath and some Epsom salts as well. I don't know. They both need to relax and have a chilled-out time for Christmas. I don't know if they'll give each other gifts, so they'll just give each other support. They both need a bit of support at this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you, Elf Eileen. Sorry for disturbing you, Santa. What are you doing? We're making decorations from bike parts so we can hang them on the tree so all the boys and girls here who are here today will get to make these and then bring them home and hang them on their own tree or ta what are you doing here (laughs) interviewing santa claus of course are we gonna get the news well i'm trying to wrap this around it's very complicated and i'm just gonna wrap around in between it and then it's gonna look like really pretty so there's gonna be strikes up between it and then holes santa why do you think it's important for kids to ask differently in how they ask for presents from you this year Well, I think it's very important that people concentrate on being more sustainable. It means that we reuse and recycle things instead of just throwing them away. And I think it's very important because, you know, my home up in the North Pole is starting to melt because of the environment. So we have to make sure that I have somewhere to go back to when I finish my job. If you get a real Christmas tree, encourage your family to get it recycled after you've taken it down. Councils all across Ireland will turn your old Christmas tree into mulch or compost to help grow more things. Well, for the Christmas tree baubles, you could use less plastic in them. Try to make your own cards. If you still have old Christmas cards, cut the parts you like out and stick them onto your homemade ones. But avoid glitter. It's full of microplastic and no matter what anyone tells you, reindeer poo full of glitter means Santa should get them to a vet quickly. I can't wait for Christmas Day. And I'm not... Yeah, giving up on meat. Mmm, turkey. But I am trying to think differently. It's hard to make steps in the right direction at any time, but Christmas seems like a good opportunity to focus on small changes. Let's enjoy time together, more than giving lots of presents. But I hope Santa comes to each and every one of you. And if you've been bad, I suppose you'll have to think of an alternative to coal if we want it left in the ground in 2020. Hmm, what could we give bad kids? I've got it! Vegan cheese! 
I told you it's hard to be perfect. Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy Christmas, Nipsey. My Nipsey. <laughs>